Welcome to the One Day at a Time podcast, where we forget about yesterday, we don't worry about tomorrow, it's what are we going to do today that's all that matters, because you've only ever had, or will ever have, the fantastic 24 hours a day you're about to embark on. So hopefully, this episode is going to give you some daily dose of wisdom that you can take action on today to improve your life. And remember, all it takes is one day at a time. Good morning, everyone. I hope you're on your walk, regardless of the weather, because if you let the weather control your activity, you'll guess what? You're in for a shock in the UK, especially in Wales. There was a place in West Wales, right? Somewhere in West Wales, I'm sure it was. It rained for like 60 days in a row. Imagine that. Imagine how miserable that is. But what are you going to do about it? Can't change your weather. So, tough shit. Um, just to finish off this week, I've been more on it on a... Uh, life philosophical uh, voice notes this week but we're going to go back next week I've got a lot of research studies on health and fitness to share with you guys some new new research has come out it's really interesting um, so I'll be sharing a lot more on nutrition and training and fat loss and stuff like that next week um, research breakdowns but today my final voice note this week and this is going to be on topic of this week is uh, I came across this article um, or like study they did and it showed that people were getting into debt for an Insta-worthy lifestyle. One girl got into £27,000 worth of debt to improve her Instagram. I'm not making it up. This is legit. This happened. Um, and this article was like, you know, a year or so ago. She explained there was a fear of missing out, gripped her so bad that, and her feed was like perfectly curated with perfect pictures and expensive holidays and luxury cars and outfits, designed handbags, that this person went into huge amounts of debt. Then in the UK, it talks then about this, like the consumer debt crisis in young people between 18 and 34. A recent study by Credit Karma found that Gen Zers and Millennials collectively spend 400 quid a month imitating Instagram stars, with 7 in 10 going into debt as a result. 25% say their debt is hindering long-term financial goals. No shit, such as owning a house, while 31% can't afford everyday essentials, and 36% say it's impacting their savings. Honest, like... You like I'd covered a voice note before. I covered a book called The Psychology of Money, right? The 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 ceiling of social comparison is so high it's it doesn't exist. You can keep going on forever and ever. There was a story about a guy, he was born in the slums of India, right? Literally the slums. He wasn't even in the towns, the slums. Probably, you know, the lowest exist one of the lowest existence you can get, right? He worked his way somehow to being like the CEO of McKinsey at one point, like in 2008, something like I was. A massive consultancy firm. He was then reported to be worth 100 million from nothing. 100 million from nothing, right? Then he went to jail, right? Why did he go to jail? Well, this is what happened. He went to a few parties with a few of his boys. He was a 100 million pound guy, but he was by he was on the table next to people who were billionaires. They had 10, 10 times more money than him. Guess what he did? Ooh, I feel poor now. They're worth 1 billion. I'm only worth 100 million. I need to get it to their level. How am I going to get there fast? Mm, there's no real way to get it fast unless I do dodgy stuff. 
And that's what he did. He started doing dodgy stuff with stocks, insider trading, got caught, the silly boy, ended up in jail. Right? If a guy from India, from the slums, can get tricked, trapped into this kind of comparison thing, right, and go to jail for it, what chance do you think we have as normal people who are just not in those extremes? We're definitely going to be impacted by it. 100%. We've all done it. We've all done it. I think it's a... I touched upon it a few days ago. Like, if we're trying to keep up, if we're trying to look, if we're going to compare for one, we're going to be, it's going to be terrible for us. The the thing is, you you can't stop yourself comparing. So this is where, like, some of the advice I hear is a bit shit because they say you need to stop comparing and flat out say that. So what happens is you will automatically compare and then you have to rationalize very fast why that's stupid. That's kind of what you have to do. I even did it the other day. I realized... One of my favorite authors, Ryan Holiday, put a post up and he said, uh, it's my 34th birthday, so I'm doing this 34th birthday annual. I was like, you're 34. I mean, I thought you were way older. How have you written so many books? You're 34 years old. Written, oh, he's written so many books. He's so successful at 34. I was like, wow. Like, you start comparing quickly. I was like... There's no point. What's the point? You know, there's people have done people have been successful at a young age. People have been successful at an old age, right? Um, and that's what I want to touch upon now. Look at the look at these for success stories in terms of age, right? So we got okay. So we start off in the lower ends. We got Mark Cuban, right? Dallas Mavericks owner. Uh, he's twenty. He was a bartender until he was twenty-five, right? So he was more on the on the younger side. Harrison Ford, actor. And producer until his 30s, he was a carpenter, right? Um, let's have a look here. So, we've got JK Rowling, Harry Potter author, until 31, she was a single mum and she was on the door. Then, we've got the Zara founder, Amnico Ortega, until 30, he was a shirt shop helper. Andrea Bocelli, the singer, unbelievable. He's got a really good voice. Like, I wish I had that voice. Like, if you listen to my voice yesterday, how bad is it? Like, I know it's the worst you've ever heard, but like. Honestly, I've, I, I have tried, guys. I just I don't know what's going on. My genes don't anything. He was 33, piano player at bars. Mary Kate and Ashley May Kay found until 45 sold books, blah, blah, blah. Then you got Ray Kroc McDonald's found until 52 sold paper cups and milkshake mixers. And then you've got as well the, the founder of Walmart, who was, I think was 52 as well when he started it. Um, so there's, there's these people, right, that... You know, later on in life, they've 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 eventually turned around or become the success story you hear about, and I think it's important. Like when you look at comparison, is ne- like you can't look at age, and that's what's happening with younger people. They're going, there's so many successful people at my age have done so much more than I have, and then because they panic, they go, well, I need to if I can't get the actual success, I need to actually look as if I'm living my best life. And then we'll go into debt and go on holidays and buy these things for Instagram. And then actually down the road, it's worse because you end up with loads of debt. You end up being like a fraud, really. It's like you're not really happy. You're not living that lifestyle. The quickest way to be more secure in your life is to reduce your um, your lifestyle expenses. Like most, like you don't need to be spending ex- extravagant amounts. And if you are in debt and stuff, obviously the first thing is to go out of debt. I was in like, this is a true story. Let me just say to you my story about my debt, just to show that, um, you know, you can take risks and it pays off. Sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. When I first started 
rugby warfare. So you go back now when I joined, when I went to university. So I had no debt when I joined when I university. They gave me a 500 quid student credit card. I just didn't have a clue what it, about, about what it was. Um, my uh, mother and father didn't have the cash to like help me through uni. So we had to just, I just go off what I got. Obviously, as a student, you're spending loads of money. You end up, you spend all your money early. Then you go on credit card debt and you spend that, right? That's gone. And the student accommodation is really expensive. And then what happens is people are always going out, don't they? So I was going out, I was buying new clothes. So what I did was go and get debt. I had to go and borrow my money. I remember once I went into town and I opened up four different bank accounts in the same day just to have a student overdraft. So I went into Santander, said, yeah, I don't have a student bank account. Can I open an account? And they were like, yeah, are you sure you don't got another one? I said, no, nothing, I'm going. Uh, it's my, me, my primary account, open an account, uh, give me a deposit of 1,500 quid straight away. Went across the road to Barclays. They gave me 200 quid cash on the spot as my overdraft, genuine. Um, and then I went, then I went, I already had HSBC. So I went for, and then I went to NatWest. And this is all in the same square. Like they probably would have seen me going in. I went to NatWest, they gave me a thousand pound overdraft. Uh, who else did I have an overdraft of? I can't remember who it was. Anyway, you get into debt because you want to, you know, you know, you want to fit in the new, you need to be able to live. So I got into loads of debt, credit card debt creeping up. Then I started rugby warfare in university and then I was like, right, I need money to buy some stock and all that stuff. And then that goes in and then, you know, it takes years for that to pay off. Um, I remember once I had to reset one of my exams because I just didn't, in second year maybe it was, one of them, I didn't, uh, I don't know what happened. I just completely messed it up. I had to reset it, but I had to pay to reset it. So I had to get, I had to borrow money again to pay it. Um, And then by the time, like, you know, the interest rates are mental on credit cards, by the way. And then you end up taking like payday loans out to pay for stuff. It was like a shambles to survive. It was literally, I don't remember, oh, just, I'm not, I'm not saying this to be like, oh, so like just it, most, this is the untold story of, of student life. The untold reality of most students is they have to get into loads of debt to survive university. And then you get all the uni debt on top. Um, and eventually like big risk taker, taking on more debt, got a job, obviously. You know, you don't really be able to pay, you, you can't really live because your money goes to pay your rent and then you have a bit left over. Then if you pay all your debts off, then you've got money, no, more, no money to live. And then you're young and obviously you want to make sure you're living your life. I get it. I racked up a huge amount of debt, especially when I took business risk at the start. Like you're looking up to like 50 grand's worth. Um, and then, yeah, like, you know, that comes from just trying to maintain a lifestyle that is not maintainable and just being able to take a step back and think, you know, the reality is if I kept this up just to fit in, I'm going to be in a real world of pain moving forward and in, later on in my life. You have to have the courage to say, no, no, I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm not going to go out and spend 200 quid. I'm not going to get a new outfit every time I go out. I'm not going to spend ridiculous amounts on Deliveroo. I'm not going to spend money on stuff I don't need. Not going to fall into consumerism traps, and if you can say no to the, a, lot, a lot of those things, you will be out of that trap. Um, but yeah, I mean, going back to the main point of this is like people are spending ca- ca- cash to to kind of make their Instagram look good. The uh, the net the 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 end result is so bad because it can cri- it can cripple your life if you're not strong minded and you and you and you, 
I'm in a sense I'm lucky that I didn't ever have never boost under pressure right that's a natural trait I've had I'm not saying I've worked for it I just just something I've never had I've never panicked in a bad way I've never had a panic attack but I'm that's not something I've worked on I'm just being I'm just very lucky to have it I know some people that have had panic attacks can't go to sleep they're keeping them up at night that death and stuff is keeping them up at night and not being able to sleep just so they can go on a night out again with a new outfit for a picture on Instagram and then people will think they're awesome. Do you know what I mean? Like, what's going on? So, what is the lesson you've got? Why are you going on about this again? Well, the lesson is, uh, we're going into the weekend, we're going into the summer, so there's going to be now people thinking of, you need to go on holiday, you need to look good all the time on Instagram, you need to get pictures of me out in new outfits all the time, la 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 la. Um, nobody cares for one, right? So don't fall into the trap thinking people care. They just don't. So don't even spend money on what people think. Um, and you get a lot more satisfaction and you feel more grounded in your own life when there's not so many external forces controlling your actions. So if you don't have all of these debt, debts you got to pay and don't have all of these social influences you feel like you got to fulfill and you start paying a debt off and then that goes and you've got no debt anymore, or it's under control, and you're not getting pulled by nights out all the time, or just trying to keep up with the Joneses on Instagram, you feel more yourself. Like, you feel grounded, you feel secure, you're like, you feel good, right? And there's no better feeling than being able to say no and not get pulled in those directions, right? This, I'm telling you, the the day you... you the, the day you cut off those things pulling you, oh, my days, honestly... It's so good. And that's why I think like uh, saying no is the main thing and being able to say no and living with FOMO is a real superpower these days. Like FOMO is a big thing, obviously. Like the fear of missing out drives us to insane decisions that we just do for the sake of we guess to the weekend and we're like, oh my God, the, in the week you're fine. In the week you're like, yeah, I can do it. I can stay in, I can eat healthy, I can go to the gym, I can read books, whatever. Guess of the weekend, it's like, you know, the chimp takes over completely. We have to be able to control that. We have to. The way that we control it is by practicing, saying no to a few things in the weekends and being able to have self-control. Self-control is the gateway into all other virtuous things. Like, if you if you don't have self-control, how can you have wisdom? If you don't have self-control, how can you have the the, the virtue of justice? If you don't have self-control, how can you have moderation, right? How can you have those without self-control? You can't. So you need, self-control is the main thing you want to be working on. But the way to work on self-control is to actually put yourself in the arena and actually test it out. You won't win all the time, but you'll win sometimes. And then once you win sometimes, you can win more and more and more. And uh, once you master self-control, you'll be the master of yourself which ultimately then gives you way more joy, satisfaction, and happiness than the perception you want to put out to the world that you're living an unbelievable life but in loads of debt. Um, but yeah, I'll end you with that, guys. But on a brighter note, England versus France. Uh, England versus Scotland today, 8 p.m. Who am I supporting? I'll let you guess who I'm supporting. But I'm going to be there in the pub watching the game. I, I advise lords if you don't like football just get into it just get into the vibes it's, good, it's happy good stuff hopefully we see England Wales in the final or something like that um, but yeah have a good weekend everyone I hope you enjoy 
if you're using the macros app or your turtle members testing it out make sure to use the macro planner to give yourself more allowance on the weekend and some happy days even if you go over that's fine you've you've at least accounted for it and um yeah hope you had a good week we start we go again on monday so hopefully this week's voice notes slightly different to the usual hopefully been helpful but we're back with research studies and real sciencey stuff next week and uh that'll be good but enjoy yourself and have a good day and that's it thank you for listening to the one day at a time podcast with your host golflier hopefully you understood something i said i hope that some wisdom kind of distilled through into your mind and i want you to now action it today i don't want you to think about tomorrow i don't want you to think about yesterday i don't want you to think about leaving a review on this podcast i don't want you to think about going to another website what i want you to do is as soon as this podcast ends you will take action and make the most of today ground yourself today follow the one day at a time philosophy and your life will change